Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. I have a beautiful success story for you today. I haven't done one of these for so long and I absolutely love bringing clients previous clients onto the podcast, not only to talk about our time together, the aha moments, the breakthroughs, the subconscious reprogramming, what they've gone on to do after we finish working together and share that, but equally it gives them a space and a place to talk about their why, their purpose, their mission, share what they do and open your eyes to their side of the internet, which I absolutely love. And I think more than anything, and I know there's quite a lot of success stories already on the podcast and some of them are the most listened to episodes, which I I absolutely love because I think it gives you an opportunity to see that other people, other female entrepreneurs, other ambitious driven powerhouses maybe have had the same beliefs as you or the same stories that weren't serving them before we work together and actually how possible it's become for them to let go of those stories or let go of those beliefs and go on to really achieve incredible things and go on to become the person that they really want to be. So I'm really excited for today's interview. I interview today one of my gorgeous six-month clients, Natalie. We actually coached back, we started in May of last year. So I was in Australia at the time and she is also in Australia. She lived in Melbourne. I lived in Sydney. And ironically, the month that I moved home to the UK was the month that she moved to Sydney. So we never got to meet in person, but we're a little bit of those kindred souls. We have a real... um huge connection in our relationship to the performing arts industry as she used to do that as well as a career. So it was just such a beautiful time together. And to be honest, she is going from strength to strength. And I know that that is, yes, some of the work that we've done, but equally just her absolute passion and knowing and like confidence that she is going to really be this absolute powerhouse in where she is in her business. So I'm so excited. So Natalie is the founder and lead strategist of GFGM, DFGM, and that is Digital Fairy Godmother. And it's a full service marketing agency that their sole purpose is to actually help movement makers make their mark through strategy-led campaigns um, that really creatively share their client's message to the right audience. Um, And 
she has gone from VA to running a full marketing agency, overcoming a million obstacles to create the business and life that she can now thrive in. And she's actually currently rebranding and rebuilding her business to really embody and bring back the essence of her past experience in film and in TV to really stand at the front and center in the business and what she wants. And what I love about her is that she is absolutely ready to disrupt the industry, disrupt the industry and start making movements, not moments for so many. And the clients that she's gone on to work with and the work that she's doing now, like like I said, she's going through a rebrand Um And I'm just so excited for her. And I'm so, so excited to share this with you. So without further ado, this is Natalie. And this is what happened in our time together and what she's gone on to do since. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. I have one of the most incredible guests today. She is my gorgeous client. I've given her a big introduction uh, to already begin. But welcome, Natalie. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, happy to be here. Good. Well, Natalie's actually joining us on little Anzac Day. Um, so she's taken the time off because she's in Australia. Um, we were actually very close to each. If I was still in Sydney, we would actually be very close to each other, wouldn't we, right now? Which is sad. I, I just sometimes <laughs> wish you were here so we could like meet in person because we would be the best of friends. I mean, we are I the know. best of friends, but you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> online and it's funny because I literally moved as I moved back to the UK as you moved to Sydney because you were in Melbourne weren't you for the whole of our time together which is ironic but one day one day one day (laughs) one day (laughs) but we are here to talk about your journey uh your journey with me as your coach and what we broke through what we went through the ups the downs the bads the uglies the everything in between because i know a lot of people love to i get a lot of people ask me like i'd love to kind of see the the rough and raw side and the uncomfortable bits and the vulnerable bits of working together and going through the mindset because i think everyone makes it feel and seem so easy online but we know that that's not always the case um and i know that you're here to kind of open Definitely up and not bear all <laughs> so let the listeners know kind of where you were at with you and the business we actually started back in May of 2022. So it's nearly been a year, which is madness, um, like end of May. So let them know where you were at, what was going on, kind of mindset at that point. Yeah. Wow. That was like, it feels like 10 years ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but basically, <laughs> no, I am here to be open and raw and real, but basically, um, in February, going back to then, uh, I lost 80% of my revenue in one week when three of my main player, like clients just left because the inflation rate went so high in America. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. You guys go. I, I'm, you know, your families come first. Like I'm, I'm all happy, you know that's how I am. Like, it doesn't matter. Like I will be fine. I will be fine. And I kept saying that I will be fine. (laughs) And I was fine. I did. I, you know what? I always believe in when you let something go, something else will come through. 
And that something else was you, Beck. You came through. <laughs> so um, it was actually interesting how we actually met. Yeah, it was so interesting because like I was working with one of our mutual, um, well, she was my client and she was working for you. And um, because she, um, I was doing the show notes and everything, I started hearing your voice, started listening to what you were saying. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I think I need this person in my life. Because where I was at, I was totally fine. Like I said, like I had mm-hmm. a small team of two at the time and we were going, we were going all right. However, I didn't realize I was actually growing at a pace that I couldn't, well, that I didn't think I could handle. Um, mm. and it was actually then when we were turning into an agency rather than me just being a freelancer. However, positioning myself as someone in an agency was very hard with the type of clients that I was used to attracting because they were quite small businesses who have very tight budgets and they like the word agency made them cringe because they've had bad experiences with agencies before and things like that so that's what I was dealing with at the time and also I was dealing with the fact that Every time I've had or held success in some sort of way, whenever I think something great is going for me, I would feel like it would just slip through my fingers, like I couldn't sustain that. And that's why I'm like, I, if you want something to change or if you want new things in your life, you need to do things a different way. And that's when I thought I'm, I'm ready to invest because I heard what you were saying. You were speaking directly to me or what it felt like you were speaking to. And that's when I'm like, let's do this. I'm freaking all in. I'm in. <laughs> and I remember that conversation because we we were we were already quite friendly, weren't we, at the time, like in on Instagram. And ironically, probably about a year before we actually had the conversation of working together, we'd had like a really random conversation on Instagram about musical theatre because we both have backgrounds of musical yeah. theatre, which was very, very weird to kind of go back to and kind of see the synchronicity <laughs> of how it came about. It was so magical. But I think let's let's kind of talk into holding the success because I think that was something that we really did work on right at the beginning, wasn't it? Kind of that belief around being able to maintain and, and hold that success. And I know that that comes up so often with many, many of my clients, a lot of my community about them being able to hold the, whether it's the amount of money, whether it's the amount of clients, whether it's holding where you want to go, because you have massive dreams, which make me so freaking excited for you. How did that feel when we started to work through that? Well, it just felt very much like, like I felt very well targeted in a good way and just very seen because Mm. when we worked through that, I think it was a timeline therapy session that we had, which for me personally, is the thing that always gets me through a limiting belief, uh, yeah. figuring out where that belief first came from and like just realizing that it wasn't just in business that I was holding this belief, but in my entire life, like the fact that I felt like every best friend I've had, like I'm good at getting friends, making friends, but since like keeping that friendship, nurturing that friendship, I always used to think that that was hard, but Mm. Um, and that's how I felt in business. It's like, I would, I, I always said to my team, I'm like, it's so easy to get clients. I can get clients like anything, 
Um, and I always had that abundance mindset. So I thought I had that abundance mindset, yet I had a self-sabotage there also going, once I grabbed it, it's like, no, that's not actually yours. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> but it is. And so when we started working, yeah, no, 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 no. Let no, me no, tell no. you, um, <laughs> you sit back in that corner. <laughs> But like when we actually started working on it, one, I felt super, super free. One, felt validated as well to feel that, okay, this is one not just in my head, but something that I can tangibly work on and get through because you know me back, I'm an action taker. So like, you are. yes, we need to work on theory and yes, we need to work on mindset. But when I see it actually working together through the result, like that's when I'm like, great, this is this is how I'm going to get to my goals and mm. how I'm going to build my mindset. I think that's what we worked on so much. Even before our first session, like I started doing your course and everything. And like before our first session, I was just like, yeah, like knocked that limiting belief. <laughs> <laughs> and that one and that one. And that so. one. <laughs> yeah, it was, exactly, it was truly, exactly. um, it was truly that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was just, yeah, being able to, one, talk to someone as well. And, you know, through Voxer, it was so important that, you know, we just talked it through as well when I was, you know, trying to every time like a belief came into my head or I felt like, you know, those little negative thoughts were coming, you were just like, you need a break state. And listeners probably know what break state is because you probably talked about it for a while. <laughs> but my break state was the friend's you know, like no one's going to see this, but when, you know, if someone watches Friends and it's like they were trying to swear and it's just a <laughs> – so every time I had a negative thought, I just like go around the room just doing that and I'm just <laughs> – I love that. It worked so well. <laughs> it did. It did. It really did. Yeah, and for those – like let's just quickly go through a break state for those who don't know, but we if, you, if you're not watching the video version of this podcast – if you know the exact one, if you're a Friends fan, is when Ross swears to his sister Monica when they couldn't swear at home and they had to do something different because they were kids. It was that. Now, a break state is something, is exactly what it says on the tin. It's something that truly breaks your state, that snaps you out of the thoughts, snaps you out of the spiral that you go into it through. And that's something that really worked for you, wasn't it? Just having that and, and anchoring into that as your, you know, no, I'm not going there. No, I'm not thinking that. No, we don't do that anymore. And how quickly did that start to change for you kind of in your actual external life as well when we started to break through that belief? Girl, I think I leaped like three times in like two months. It was crazy. Like yeah. it was, it was something where, yeah, it just happened quite immediately. Like, you know, everything that was on my vision board that I never really kind of tried to manifest or tried to, you know, get into existence or tried with the mindset was suddenly coming into the universe. Like I was literally just open to whatever. I was meant to be having at that time mm. and I was saying yes to a lot of opportunities. I was just very, yeah, I don't know another word for it, but open to it and I just felt it like immediately changing to the point where people were like, you are so different. Like I was showing up differently on stories and now like literally that's how I get clients all the time is through my stories because they see me and um, I was showing up different. Like I was selling more. I was just like, talking to the people that I really wanted to be attracting and that attraction marketing 
really resonated with me as a marketer. So mm. I just, yeah, it just happened all so quickly, which is like we we did realize by December <laughs> that <laughs> at, like I should have gone slower. Yes, <laughs> yes. but there was no stopping me. So yeah, <laughs> she was off. She was off. But yeah, we'll, we'll backtrack a little bit because I think you had so many quote unquote quantum leaps as they say in the industry and that's what really what it was you know we collapsed time you you went from one reality to a very different reality very quickly and I think through having that navigation of working together we were we were setting the safety up for for the levels however the levels just kept coming and coming and coming because you're like this freaking magic manifesto I've never known anyone (laughs) Like say that they're going to get something or do something and then have it within the next day. Like she would box me being like, so that one's done. I'm like, Jesus, we need to write a new goal. We need to write a new goal list. Like we've completed. (laughs) Yeah. Even just like from the start when we wrote the goals down and then like literally three months in, not even, and they were pretty much all ticked off and we just both felt that they were too small for where we were going. Mm, mm. And that, yeah. So like even just going back, I guess the first, one of my first goals was, yes, the limiting belief and really putting like a little pin in that and um, learning about imposter syndrome. And I think the thing that stuck with me um, is what you said about imposter syndrome, which is like, if you're feeling like you have imposter syndrome, it's actually a good thing because like mm. you're, which is really weird, but stay with me, people. Uh, if you've <laughs> got imposter syndrome, it means that you're playing in an arena that you've never been before. Like you're it's not the comfort level. It's where you want. It means you're growing, basically. And having that and knowing that it's going to come and being prepared for that, that just changed my life because I use that day in and day out now whenever that comes up. And I'm just like, great, it means I'm growing, it means I'm getting to the places I want to get to. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's like so much magic in the discomfort. I did a podcast about this a while, a while ago, you know, like the, when we feel discomfort, we think something's wrong or we think we're doing something wrong when actually it's like, oh wow, like I'm just really uncomfortable right now because I'm completely out of the norm. Like I'm completely out of my comfort zone. And that was what was happening for you, wasn't it? Because we were, we were moving so quickly and the limiting beliefs. And I think the one thing that, made it happen for you is you were dedicated to doing the work outside the session. Like you really fucking stuck to the things that we talked about, to the mindset practices. Like that's why you were quote unquote manifesting all of these things so quickly is because you were putting the work in. Like we didn't just do one belief and that was it and bish bash bosh. Like there was actual like physical Mm. work that you were doing behind the scenes that was really helping that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like being that person, like showing up as that person. Like you do not, like you say all the time, you do not need the outputs before you can start really like being that person that you want to be, um, being your higher self. And I think that for me resonated the most or one of the most things, and maybe because I, you know, I'm an actor at heart. Yeah, we love it. But like, for, <laughs> like just waking up and not, yeah right but (laughs) actually like waking up and going oh my gosh I'm that person like this is Mm. my life like really romanticizing it and going 
um, you know, I can, and I think it was especially when I moved to Sydney at the start, like I can go down to Darling Harbour and I can grab a coffee after my soul cycle and I can then come up and start work refreshed and knowing that I'm in a good place rather than putting work first kind of thing. Mm. And yeah, just being her mm. just helped so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was probably one of my, I think with every coach and every client that you work with, there's like certain moments of time together that really stick in your head. And I remember that that session so clearly when we kind of mapped out your $3 million business owner, Nat, like we sat down on the computer and we were like, right, who is she? How is she doing things? How is she showing up for her life? And I, what I actually set you as a challenge was to go and live that life with or without the external and actually see where the loopholes were because that's when we really started to work on your boundaries. We started to work on kind of you looking after yourself and your health. It was way more than the business, wasn't it, for you to be able to step into that. Can you just talk into that challenge itself? And I remember you like checking into Voxer and, you know, getting excited about that. Just talk into that experience for you. Yeah, I think for me, there was a pure disconnect, which we found those loopholes. So like, for instance, I would be living as $3 million Nat and then realizing that $3 million Nat would not be doing X, Y, and Z that I do in, that I had done in the business. And that's when we Mm -hmm. realized, okay, I need a business manager. I need someone who can do strategies or do like be a second me basically as a marketer, or I need to scale. I need more team members. Cause if I want to work as the director of this business and primarily do business development, then I can't always be in client work and, you Mm. know, working with certain type of clients. Instead, I should be searching for clients that, you know, very much align with who we are and um, who are willing to pay for our value as well. So we worked on the packages, like our packages are totally different now. Like I remember even just doing those um, with you as well and realizing like we obviously did like what they are like price does at the moment and then what that like little bunny hop price would be and then what the mega price would be like that yes. scary <laughs> really scary price but like exciting price and I'm like can I just leap to that price instead <laughs> do I have to do the bunny hop but even just having that exercise just felt liberating because I realized yes this I can have this and mm. I think that's that three million dollar nut never thought of her before, didn't realize that was even something that I so wanted because it's not the $3 million. Like that was just the label because like obviously Mm. when you're at that point, you have a certain type of life and that's what I really wanted. So, but what you said to me is you can live that life right now. We just have to figure out how to, you know, bridge the gaps and that's what we did. Yeah. And I think that's where things started to really take off in the way of the the more aligned clients, the clients who would pay more, like you would drop in and be like, hey, I was just just at the gym and someone came up to me and, you know, I think it's like a 14K like thingy. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> it was just everywhere you went, there was some some sort of opportunity. And I know to the listeners, you'd be thinking, oh yeah, yeah. But it's because we opened the, we opened your eyes to what it could look like, how it could feel. And you were actually living in that vibration, which was allowing you to go, oh, wow, like that's been in front of me all this time. Or, oh, that makes sense now. Like it really started to show you how 
how it could be and actually what needed to be done or what you needed to bring in in order to get you there, didn't it? Yeah, and I think also there's a piece on valuing yourself, like being able Mm. to empower yourself in that way because um, I remember we are talking about a package and you were just like, why is it that price? Like what do you do? Like what does your clients get out of it? What value do they get out of it? And it was way beyond just you know, surface level stuff. And I didn't realize and I'm like, oh my gosh. So like literally for listeners, like, you know, I started off, you know, websites, for instance, were like maybe 1.5K plus GSD. But then, you know, now I'm doing 10K, 14K websites more depending on what is entailed. And that first 14K invoice was so... I think that's also like it was exciting but at the same time very nerve-wracking because I mm. was very hesitant to send it because I didn't – it just literally landed on my lap. And I was like this was the easiest 14 cab I've ever made and I didn't realise. Like it one, it was all the work I've already put in, all the structures we put in, um, getting those people on board, getting more aligned clients, talking to the right people but also honing our packages so that they were aligned as well. But, oh, my gosh, when I sent that off and that was it, like I've never looked back to whatever invoices I'm sending because we come from a more neutral place. This is just how it is. And that lesson, mind-blowing. Like you're just like (laughs) – I I remember listening to you talking about it in a podcast actually and you're like it's neutrality. Like it shouldn't – I mean, yes, be excited and, you know, celebrate the the win small or big, but at the same time when it's neutral – like when it's something like, it, I mean, it's an operation in business is invoicing. So yeah. really, yeah. <laughs> that's just a normal thing. So we should really just come from it as a normal, like, yeah, that was 14K. Great. Which, you know, yeah, is amazing. But it's normal. And now, and now I just see it as normal and what I do celebrate is what I can do with those profits, like how I can make more impact within my business and with like outside of my business. So that's where that value aspect came from as well. I'm like, if I'm making more money, it means I'm also making more profit and that profit can actually make more impact. And that's what I'm here for. Mm. Oh, I love all of that. And I hope all the listeners did too, because that was like pure gold. I was like, I must take this time down because this is going to be the intro to the podcast. It was pure beautiful. <laughs> um, but tell us kind of where, you, where you are whatsoever. now. Not rehearsed, no. I didn't script that. We d- I didn't give her anything to say. <laughs> Uh, but tell us no, where, no. You're, where you're at now, because we've had so many iterations of your business. I think it's changed so much since we started working together. There's been, there has been those really tough times. I know, you know, you got to a little bit of a burnout, didn't you? Like, a, we probably can go into that a little bit if you want to, because I think there is that, that place of absolutely going for it, going for it, going for it. And I think a lot of high achievers get this too. And actually what we did to kind of bring that in place, it was quite a nice exercise and it was over Christmas, wasn't it? When, what, what did I, what was it? What were you called? I called you something. Like, Cri- called? Christmas nap. It was Christmas, Christmas nap. nap. Like, <laughs> nice and simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice and easy. <laughs> it was simple, but it, it worked Sim- a treat. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So kind of like, let's just go into that a little yeah. bit because I know obviously like that was a, that was a part of it. And, and I think it's important to talk about it because when you are going to these next levels, there is things that you have to deal with because there's a lot more, um, there was a lot more tea, your, your team was growing, you know, everything was kind of in that moment. And we had to take that stop gap where we go, okay, it's time to kind of sit on this and not keep scaling and not keep up leveling. And we just sit where we're at. Um, let us know a little bit about that. Yeah. And I think it's super important because I know we all want to scale and we all want to grow, but there is something that is sustainable and that's what like you and I worked on after it because during this period I also moved interstate I moved from Sydney uh, sorry from Melbourne to Sydney Um, I sold my car I put my house up for rent I had to find a new place in Sydney um, after a month or so Um, my team doubled my uh, clients tripled and I was expecting to have the same output and the same performance and yet my externals weren't the same and now I'm like okay if I'm like let's say if I'm going through something personally and it's really tough I can't expect my business to do the same thing that it did the, the month before when I was totally present and whatnot. Does my business run without me? Yes, it does. But at the same time, we, I feel like, like, you know, my body or maybe it was my mind, my mind. I think it was your mind. So much and was at so many different levels. Yeah. And my body did not have a chance to keep up. And Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, I'm like, I need a break. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't a break from business. It was just a permission to just, chill out a bit and like mm-hmm. I didn't I, I mean I, I'm pretty sure I asked you I'm like I need I need I need this and you're like yeah <laughs> you need this like you need to <laughs> yeah. like just chill out yeah. for a bit <laughs> please stop uh, <laughs> please chill stop. out for a bit you know uh really get back to <laughs> get back to who you you are who you know you are um you know really enjoy the Christmas time you know Christmas na- and that's what Christmas that was all about was like you know having those hot chocolates it was about the Christmas carols. It was about, you know, decorating the Christmas tree and creating those new traditions with your new family, with your new place. You know, there were so many new things that I just never felt settled. And that's Mm. where it was. I just needed to feel settled so my equilibrium could settle. And that way I was like, great, now I don't feel burnt out and I can keep moving forward. But we learned from that. Like it was just so much at one time. And Mm -hmm. the whole Sydney move wasn't even on the cards for October it was actually supposed to be September the year before so we never knew when it was going to come so the fact that the business and everything was growing so fast and then the move on top of that and then me moving up and down Melbourne to Sydney I think I took eight flights in one it was month. crazy um, yeah that that did a number on me it was crazy yeah. and look I was yeah. living the freaking high life it was great but at the same time you know, my habits that made me who I was, that made me that leader and that also made me that $3 million net, they were being put on the wayside because of all the client work that was coming in that I had to actually jump in and, you know, do quite a bit of it. Um, You know, over December, people take breaks, you know, over December, yeah, there's Christmas, so holidays and yet 
as a business owner, you're left with all the responsibility of it. It still needs to get done. So now knowing that I can super prepare for it this year, but I also yeah. feel like I'm going to be in a total different space by this for December. Sure. But yeah, that's why we needed that uh, stopgap. Yeah. And just that permission, like, cause I think, yeah, cause I think the, we're almost programmed and I know like I fall into this with my marketing because of the work that I do with clients. Like you're almost programmed that we constantly have to be working on ourselves and constantly have to be growing to the next level. But actually sometimes there's a lot of safety in getting to that next level and sitting in it for a little bit. You know, I definitely did that. I especially had to do that with the breakup and moving back to um, the UK. Like there was no way that I could grow the business and grow myself and keep doing the work whilst going through that the same as you know we had to take that stop gap and it wasn't a stop it was just like a it was a settle it was like a grounding into all of the things that you had achieved so far wasn't it it was like a wow okay let me just let me stop and actually just celebrate what the fuck I've created in the last crazy amount of months because we you just never gave yourself that time did you no, no. And I think that's literally, it was a settle and grounding and that's what I never had. And it's like, it's so funny because you're like, you're looking into the future and you get to that next level, which you thought was the level of success that you kind of wanted at the time. And then you, because you, <laughs> momentum breeds momentum, you keep going, you, like you just keep going. And, and, and I think it's very important to, I know how cheesy it is to say like, you know, really enjoy the journey, but it is really feeling every faucet at that journey so that you can kind of get it into your bones and get it into your body before moving on to the next step. Um, that's that's super important, which is something that I very much am intentional about these days. So yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's such a valid point and something that I say time and time again, and no one ever believes me is like, you know, being a high achiever and being, you know, wanting these big dreams, like you get the big dreams and then there's something fucking else that you want. So it's like this never ending thing. So are we going to carry on, keep pushing ourselves or are we actually going to, you know, are we going to sit in it and go, wow, like, look at this, like, look what's what I've created. Yes, I want more, but actually I can be really grateful and content of where I am and still have that ambition. How do you do that now? Like how, how, what sort of things have you put into place to have that grounding into the now, but still over there with your big office in Sydney and your team and all of that? Oh, I think it all comes, firstly for me, it comes down to um, comparisonitis and not, not even having a bar of it. So having my blinkers on. So like I used to look at people who are eight years old in business or 10 years old and go, oh, I want that. And that's great to want and that's great to have, but everyone starts from zero. And like, I've just turned three, not me personally, I'm 29 soon. <laughs> Happy <But> birthday. <laughs> just turned three. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the business has just turned three and um, it's just, it's crazy even like the success that we've had for three years, like apparently we're actually operating at a five-year, six-year business. But having those blinkers on going, that's what my future holds. But right now we're in the thick of this and we can serve here. That's what I keep telling myself. And I go, there's, there's time. Like that's fine. Mm. It will happen. You're every, t- every day you're moving a step forward. You're putting your foot forward. 
things are coming into your, you know, your universe, your opportunities are dropping. It's great. But just really be intentional of what you choose. Say yes or no to things. And I think that that is how I, that's how I stick to being mm-hmm. in the now rather than always focusing on the future. Like I very much in my team meetings now, um, I pretty much congratulate or like, you know, uh, spotlight one of my team members and the stuff that they've worked on. And that's how we keep in the present. And like, for instance, like even, yes, we talk about future things, but I like to talk about what we've just done or what we're just about to do. And that keeps me present as well. And it doesn't freak out people because clearly my ambition can run away from me sometimes <laughs> and overwhelm people by by keeping in the now and the present and just highlighting that stuff and really feeling that like it's crazy like that that just yeah that keeps me I guess on the ground Mm, I love that well I just absolutely love working with you you know that we have the best time and it has been the best time and just seeing the growth and (laughs) seeing the growth and how you handled (laughs) the growth and how you handle yourself and your self-discipline and the way that you showed up for all of the parts the good the bad the ugly and you know it wasn't all a walk in the park and I don't want people to think that it is because it's not you know the subconscious work takes time and it takes effort and it takes you know that dedication to yourself and to your life and I'm just so proud of you as always and I know I tell you that a lot but like just to see the difference from when we first started together is just insane and I know we're about to kind of go into speaking about your business and what you do but I just wanted to take a moment to say like I'm just so proud and I know it's kind of up and up and up from here but still being able to enjoy the journey and that for me is you know, what, like what I want for my clients. So I love you. Speech over. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love you. No, like we've had, I, every moment we've had together, like has honestly been momentous, but also like, I, like I've, like we've found a friendship in it as well, which I absolutely adore. And yeah, you are right. Like there have been times where it's been really hard, but I think if anyone's going to take away from anything, like, you know, I, I mean, I talk to my friends sometimes about this and they've tried mindset work. And I mean, it's not just work, like it's a literal lifestyle. You're doing things mm-hmm. day in and day out. Consistency is key. And they're like, it doesn't work for me. And I'm just like, yeah, but did you do your hypnosis track every morning? <laughs> did you wake up and put your feet down on the floor and ground yourself and go, I'm going to freaking kill this day? Or did you like before you go to bed, I, I don't know what you called it, it's the fingertip thing where the you're saying fingers. Your, <laughs> yeah. your, what you want most. Yeah. The 15 fingers. I did all of that and yeah. more because I was like, I'm ready. I'm so ready, Mm. one, to invest in someone who believes in me and who can see what I need to see in myself, but also I'm just ready to play big. And I think 2023, when we're recording this, is like very much like, yeah, that's that's what this year has been all about. Like I feel like since that December stopgap, that's what I needed to literally just be flung into the universe and just do my thing. Let's go. Um, Without hesitation. 
Yeah, I agree. So tell us about, tell us about your business. Tell us the clients that, that you serve, what you enjoy doing the most. I know there's so many facets to what you offer and what you can, you know, give people, but give us a little insight of what it looks like over your way. Yes. So I run a digital marketing agency. Um, we are soon going to be rebranding, uh, to something still digital marketing and creative because we want to be an end to end service. So for instance, we do your creatives, which is your brand photography, your videography. We then also do the strategy for everything. We also then, um, use that strategy and those creatives to do, then do the implementing. So you have literally a whole marketing team at your disposal. We do websites, we do PR, um, we do your socials in a holistic way. Uh, we do ads, anything you can think of when it comes to marketing. That's what we, what we do. But our magic is very much campaign related and the consulting side and the strategy side. Everything is strategy focused. The people that we actually are working with now are purpose-led organizations who you know, who we can amplify their impact more. So we're actually working with people in the sustainability sector or um, people in the social impact sector or like one of my clients, for instance, they are education funding and they help, you know, people who are in VCE who may not have the, the, the necessary things like school books, pencils, you know, all that stuff, including tutoring, they give that to them um, so that they can literally go on to Monash, which is a really big university over here, guys. But go to Monash University and become a lawyer, doctor, whatever they want to be, whatever their dreams come up with. Um, and I love working with them, one, because it fills the soul, but also, two, they're just really good people and that's who we like to work with, really, really good people who want to make an impact. We've just literally got on someone who – um, uses plastic waste, like literally either from the ocean or if you donate, you know, your plastic bags, they make it into bedding so the homeless have something to sleep on other than the floor. And that's the people that we work with. It's totally changed from even like six months ago, but we're finding our feet. Um, we're about to play with the big boys and I'm so flipping excited. <laughs> I mean, who is this girl on my microphone? <laughs> I am loving this. I'm so, so excited for this next iteration <laughs> of your business. Wow. What's your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite bit in the business? What do you enjoy doing the most? I personally, and I, it's so interesting. I said this to the branding strategist the other day. I personally love one business development and brand uh, and um, managing people. And she's like, mm -hmm. nobody likes that. Like every business owner <laughs> wants to just do their, their thing, not manage people. And I'm like, I am a business developer at heart. Like, yes, I love marketing and I do it really well, but something that just came onto me, like it just fell in my lap. Um, my team are great implementers. I'm an ideas generator, like, Mm. now actually going that's okay I'm allowed to be that like that's who I am why am I putting myself in a position where I have to write copy all the time or do socials and things like that I'm like that takes me a long time but being mm. able to bounce ideas of creating a really cool campaign idea and pitching that that's where I guess that's where I'm like that's where I fit into the business and being that director level where I can give my team the opportunity 
to do whatever sparks their joy um, because that's what I'd rather do than take it away from them just because I'm like, oh, I feel like I should be doing this. Like, no, Natalie, <laughs> no, it's okay. It. So that's, yeah, that's what I really enjoy the most. I love that. And that was such a huge thing. Like I have your, um, I have your very first form here with me where you said like oh just being able to, <laughs> which was the 23rd of May, 2022. But you were saying about how you wanted to be able to feel okay stepping into the CEO role. Um, maybe that's the limiting belief I have that I have to be in the trenches to make things work smoothly. However, that won't work for me. I want to get more hands off and start kind of really stepping into that role. And and that's exactly what's happened, isn't it? Really stepping into that. Crazy. Like even just looking at my calendar now, my calendar is full of strategy meetings, pitches, uh, talking to news outlets, talking to journos, um, having these opportunities for, for my clients and for ourselves, but also like talking to my business manager and seeing where we're going in the next six months and that stuff. And like, obviously like the reason why I want to build this business to where it is, is to create a planet or like a planet better than where I, you know, where I first came into it. Like I want to leave the earth a better place. And Mm. the way I can do that is use the tools of marketing to help other people who are already doing that really well. They just need to amplify their message. And that's something that like we are queens at. Um, but that's so interesting that I said that in yeah. <laughs> that thing. I should send I'm you like, this over. Yeah, I just want to be hands off. <laughs> and it's not hands off to, oh, you should, you should. <laughs> but it's not hand, it, I didn't want to be hands off to be lazy. No. Like, yes, I will drink a pina colada if I have to. But it's more (laughs) just like the fact that (laughs) it's just more the fact that like I know I can do more and do things better and create a better impact for other people and help others if I'm in a role where I can build this business to a point where I can see it really, really making an impact. Mm, mm, I just love that so much. Right. Let's just incredible, incredible interview. I loved deep diving into our time together. If you were to leave the listeners on kind of, you've said quite a few actually, but one thing that really kind of helped you step into the reality that you want to, or kind of your biggest aha moment takeaway that they could actually implement themselves, what would that be? I've put you on the spot here. No, that's okay. Ideas generator. It's like where I thrive. <laughs> She's here. Um, I'm, um, it's like, I like literally people are like, did you rehearse? No, I didn't rehearse that. It literally just popped no. into my head. I would say, <laughs> I would say sit down, get your favorite drink, whether it be a wine, whether it be hot chocolate, um, even a matcha, like whatever it may be. And literally think of who you want to be. And when it comes to like who you want to be, the why is really important. Um, name their characteristics. What do they do every day? What does their morning routine look like? Who are the five closest people in their, like, in their group? Like, who is going to influence you? What should you be consuming? Podcasts, um, uh, you know, TV shows, um, articles, whatever it may be that's going to give you those thought leadership ideas or those thoughts around that, that you can really start building yourself up to who you, sh- you know, who you feel like you really should be, who your higher self is. If you start pouring yourself into that every single day, I assure you 
you're going to wake up one day realizing you're already doing it and you already eat and it's just come into existence. But it's that consistent work. And when you feel discomfort, uh, I mean, lean into it because that is where the change really does happen. Like there has been moments where I've faced myself and gone like, I've literally cried. I, I mean, I've cried in front of Beck so many times, but literally cried for. because I can see myself in front of me just literally like stopping myself and you have to have a really good deep think about why. And when you break through that and if you know like if that's what you really want, you deserve it and no one else can give you that. Like Beck can definitely guide you, help you break, you, break through those barriers but at the end of the day, you need to put the work in. So that's it. What what an ending. What an ending. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for letting me grill you and getting into the nooks and crannies. And yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. Go and give Natalie a follow. I'll put everything in the show notes. Um, and she's just pure magic and just just so much energy around you so I'm so grateful to have you in my life and I love you lots oh thanks <laughs> thank you for having me loved every bit and I really enjoyed the opportunity I'll see you on the next episode bye your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast so if you have enjoyed the episode today please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.